And um, that was really different too because you had to sleep with mosquito nets over your bed. Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't even think about that. And I'm like terrified of bugs. <laughs> I I can't do it. I get anxiety. So you know when they told us that we had to do that, I was like tripping out. And I'm like asking my roommate, like, girl, is my net tucked in? Is there any spaces? Like, let me know. <laughs> Just so nervous, but I was fine. I came back fine. <laughs> so that was. Like, <laughs> so you didn't get any. You didn't, you didn't get attacked by any bugs in your sleep, or you didn't wake up to like any huge bugs just sitting in your net. Did you? No, thank God. People know. That would have been too much for me. Yeah, nature. Yeah, I need you. I need you. Yeah, I need you. I need you. Come on, girl. Hello, hello. Welcome to Young, Gifted, and Abroad, perspectives on studying abroad from past and present students of color. My name is Danielle, and I'm so excited to be able to talk to you today because today I have my friend Christy as the guest. Christy and I go way back, all the way back to middle school, actually. We met during a summer at a fine arts camp where she was in choir and I was in band playing the alto sax. And, um, ooh, that feels like a lifetime ago. <laughs> but anyway, I'm glad that we were able to meet and become friends during that time and keep in touch since then. And now Chrissy is working and also engaging in a career as a singer-songwriter. Speaking of which, her song 92 Days is the song that you hear behind me. Um, she was gracious enough to let me use the song in the episode. And so I figured why not switch it up a bit and use it as the intro music this time around. So thank you for that, Christy. And uh, so yeah, uh, Christy, through various experiences in her life, has come to really value making substantive connections with people and seeing how she can... Uh, meet other people's needs so you'll hear about how she was able to do some of that through missions trips in high school um, to Bulgaria, Costa Rica and Kenya and then you'll also hear about her time studying art in Ireland and the UK as an undergraduate student so uh, lots to hear about lots of um, exciting things you also hear me nerd out a little bit she got to visit a place that's kind of special to me and uh, so I kind of had a little nerd moment but you'll see what I'm talking about uh, when you get to it but anyway <laughs> I hope you enjoy it and uh, without further ado sit back relax and enjoy my interview with my friend Christiana Bell Awesome. <laughs> Sorry about that delay. <laughs> That's okay. Oh my goodness. Okay, so you've got like touring coming up, and that's super exciting. How are you other than that? Like overall, like how was your day today, for example? Yeah, I'm doing good. Um, today was my day off, and uh, nice. I actually went to get a tattoo, another tattoo. Really? Yeah. How many so do you I, have? I have four now. Ooh, I did not know that. Or I feel like I did, but I forgot. But that's cool. So what? what what's your new tattoo? Your newest one? 
I got uh, music notes oh, right okay. here. Yeah. Oh, I didn't go to get a tattoo though. I went in there to get this one like touched up, uh-huh. and I walked out with another one. <laughs> <laughs> you just saw. I mean, were you just uh, randomly inspired to do, get another one, or did they like talk you into it because they had a special going on, or like? <laughs> no, I have like an itch. Like uh-huh. I just want more. Yeah. Yeah, my cousin told me that. She was like, because she has like eight or nine tattoos. Mm-hmm. And she she was saying it's addictive. She went with me it, to get my tattoo. And she was like, well, if you can get through this one, then you'll be fine. But be careful because they can be addictive. <laughs> it is. I believe that. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm glad it didn't hurt too much. Nah, it was okay. Oh, it's good. <laughs> yeah but other than that just working a lot and uh practicing music a lot we got um quite a few shows this summer so i'm pretty excited about that mm, yeah and is that the only band that you that you perform with i could have sworn there was like another one or maybe i'm getting things mixed up so right now i have my own band mm-hmm. called the day nights Okay, and then, yes, them. That's who I was thinking of. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm part of another band where I just do backup for, um, his name is Louis Picasso, so it's Louis Picasso and the gallery. Mm. And I'm part of the gallery. Okay. And and those are the ones who are going to New Orleans, right? Correct. Yeah. Ooh, so many awesome things on the horizon. That's so exciting. Yeah, wow. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all for a good cause. So. Right, right. Well, good. I'm, I'm glad. I'm happy for you. So, um, yeah. first of all, thank you so much for being a guest on this podcast. Um, of course. I know I kind of asked you out of the blue, but I'm glad for, for you taking the time to just chat with me. I really appreciate it. Um... So, I guess for starters, for people who don't know you, could you introduce yourself a bit? Sure. So, my name is Christiana, and I am a singer-songwriter. That's what I like to do. So, as we just talked about, um, I perform with a band called The Day Nights, and I know Danielle from way back in the day. (laughs) And we've just been friends for, like, so many years. So I'm actually super excited that you asked me on here, so. Oh, yay. I'm excited, too. And you went to Eastern, right? Yeah. So I went to Eastern, graduated from Eastern in December 2015. So almost three years ago. Oh, yeah. I know. (laughs) Scary. (laughs) (laughs) And what was your major at, at Eastern Michigan? I studied arts and entertainment management with a minor in marketing. Um, The goal was, you know, to just learn everything about the music and industry, entertainment, um, like business side. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I could like do more as an artist and kind of be smart about it. Um, But I actually found that in the program there at school, I had like a passion for like live event management and production and like putting on stuff like that Mm -hmm. so I did a lot of that while I was there and that was super fun Um, and now 
that I am not in school, just working, uh, I found that I've, like, kind of consumed my life with everything that has to do with, like, anything creative. So, mm-hmm. whether it's music, arts, um, networking with other musicians or artists or creative people, photographers, stuff like that. Like, that's everything that I love to do. So, yeah. it's pretty fun, actually. I never thought I would... Um, be surrounded by so many talented people. That's awesome. That's really mm-hmm. dope. You get to surround yourself in creativity that way. Yes. And I see you online. It's like you're always like doing something, or you know, um, getting the word out about like some someone else, like some other event that's going on that you're either a part of or that you support in some way. So it's cool that you get to be as active as you are. In the, yes. in the arts and, and creative field and everything. That's so cool. Yeah, artists got to support other artists Definitely. or else nobody will have support. Definitely. <laughs> That's for sure. That's for sure. Well, um, awesome. Okay, so where should we start? Um, well, you mentioned we, we, we've known each other for a long time. I think we met, was it summer before eighth grade? At Blue yep. Lake, right? Mm. Blue Lake Fine Arts Camp. Arts and Music Fine right? Arts Camp. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, I, and I wanted to ask because I thought you had done it, but I wasn't sure. So for people who don't know, Blue Lake is a, well, I think they operate year-round, but they especially have a summer camp where students in various um, disciplines of the arts can go and um, study um, so I, I at the time was in band, so I went as part of whatever their was it symphony or something like that. So that's what I was doing. Christy was in um, was it choir or voice that they called it? I was it? in band and choir. Okay, yeah. And so, um, so you have like your discipline that you pretty much stay in most of the time. But then also while you're there, you have the option to go in this cabin it's in the middle of campus and audition to do um basically go on their international tours so they'll take music students in high school mostly i think and like mostly i think it's mostly european countries where you can go and tour um and just perform and visit all these places did you participate in that though i can't remember if you did or not i did not but i that sounds awesome huh? I don't remember that. You don't? I could have sworn you did it. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Oh. No, it's okay. I mean, maybe I did, I but was, I didn't go to Europe. That's I was, for sure. I was trying to go in chronological order, and I know, like, Blue Lake is, you know, they take people on, like, you know, to tour and perform and stuff. Um, that's, like, their, I forgot what they call it. Like, they're the international branch of what yeah, they Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, well, then never mind, because I was going to start talking about that first, but... <laughs> I was mistaken, so never mind. That's okay. But yeah, that's where we met. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I was there for two sessions. And mm-hmm. I was there for band and choir. Yeah. So I was there for like a month. And I swear in my whole life, I never got homesick except for that really? one month. Yes. Yeah. But I was so thankful because I met you. <laughs> and Likewise. we have been friends ever since yeah. so you know there's like a reason for everything right I don't regret the experience at all it was really hard for me going in but I was glad that I made friends including you you know and that we've been able to keep in touch for so long yeah mm-hmm. yeah 
Um, <laughs> okay. Well, then what was your first experience um, going abroad? Do you remember? So the first time I ever left the country, I mean, besides Canada. Yeah. That, that counts, but, like, it's literally 45-minute drive, right. so I'm not going to count that. <laughs> okay. Um, the first time I ever left the country, I went to, um, Bulgaria, Mm. which is in Europe. Yeah. Um, I went there with my church for a mission trip. Ooh, okay. And while we were there, we did, um, like, we worked with, um, this pastor there and his wife, and they worked with. Um, a couple like orphanages and like schools and stuff and so what we would do when we would go over there is like um, you know work with the kids and just have fun with them like mostly underprivileged kids who don't really have a lot of opportunities so we just go over there and just like be with them and teach them stuff that you know we know as Americans and also help like make their school look better and stuff like that so that was my first time ever leaving the country and um, flying. Then, do you remember? Yeah. So I think I was fifteen. Okay. And I like never experienced flying for that long. Mm. And it was a new experience. I like wasn't comfortable <laughs> on the plane because it's like, dang, why am I on this plane for so long? Right. But I loved it. Um, and then ever since then, like, all I wanted to do was just keep going. So then from there, my... Oh, I did have a question for you. Um, what is Bulgaria like? I feel like that's not a country that is on people's radar. So it's like... That's in Eastern... Is it Eastern Europe? Mm-hmm. Yeah? I mean, yeah. What can you what can you say about Bulgaria or what it's like there? So Bulgaria is beautiful, mm-hmm. first off. Um, I, so it's by, like, Bucharest and, what else, Romania? It's, like, kind of south of Romania. Okay. Which, Bucharest is in Romania, so, (laughs) there you go. Um, so anyways, it's beautiful. Um, it was by the Black Sea, and, uh, we went there, and we got to swim, and that was a really cool experience. Um, but it's, like... It definitely looks like a, like European, like how you would think, um, like the stone buildings, um, mm-hmm. mountains. There was this one hotel that we stayed in was like at the top of the mountain and you go outside on the back and <clears throat> you're just looking out and it's just so much beauty. Like nothing that sh- if you've never like been out of the country, like it's something you've never seen before. Mm. Um the water was beautiful. The people were beautiful. Um, dark features, long hair, like, everything about it was just really nice. And the food tasted so good. Really? Wow. Yes. Okay. It was very different. Obviously, I had never experienced something like that. So, like, some of it, I was like, you know, like, yogurt, it wasn't mm-hmm. flavored like how we're used to. Mm. Um, and their breakfasts were very plain but very healthy. Um, so it was like flatbread with like yogurt and fruit and like, um, they ate a lot of bread with like oil and vinegar. Mm -hmm. So good. (laughs) So yeah, overall it was just so beautiful. They had a lot of like historic 
like monuments and stuff there. Kind of how you, they had a like a coliseum, which we got to see. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Well, I don't yeah. know much about Bulgaria, which is why I'm asking. But yeah, that's this news to me. They have a coliseum. Wow. It was very oh. small. It wasn't as big as the one that you see in Rome. Mm-hmm. Um, this one was very small, and that's where they used to do like their plays and stuff outside way back then yeah um so just seeing that kind of stuff in like brick roads Mm -hmm. like you're Mm -hmm. walking on you're walking on brick and stone cool wow wow okay yeah i can't even remember the last time i i thought about bulgaria so it's cool that you're giving that (laughs) giving us that description (laughs) awesome and so you said you went with your church for mission trip did your parents go with you as well, or did, was it like a, a group of youth from your church that went? Or yeah, so it was a group of youth. Okay. And obviously adults too, but my parents didn't go. Okay. All right. And you said you worked with a, a pastor there who was like affiliated with an orphanage. Did your church already have a relationship with that pastor, or and, and that's why he invited you to come, or? Um, yeah, so he was affiliated, like, his whole church was affiliated with, like, different schools. Like, obviously, he's, the church is always co- affiliated with the community, right, 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 that they're in. So everything that we did there, he set us up with. But um, our youth pa- our youth leader, she made all these connections with all these different people around the world, mm-hmm. Ireland, Africa, um, Bulgaria, for example, and... Um, those connections that she made, like, she really just wanted the youth, you know, to experience this and also, like, open our eyes to see, like, what's out there and see that um, other people are in need. Mm-hmm. And we just want, we went over there and we just kind of, like, shared our love, so. Oh, yeah, that's good. And how long was that? Do you remember I think it was, like, maybe 10 days. Okay. Nice. All right. So, you went to Bulgaria at 15. That's pretty unique. I mean, yeah, I feel like that's not a place that a lot of people go to, at least not right away in terms of places that people start going to when they first, you know, travel internationally. So, that's, yeah, that's really unique. Yeah, it was definitely different. Yeah. So you did that, and then after that, what was the next time that you went abroad to another country? I went after that to Costa Rica, Mm. and then from there, I went to Kenya. Okay. In Costa Rica, was that just vacation? No. So all three of those trips, they were all the same, like mission trips. Oh, okay. Because I remember you being in Kenya, but I... Okay, so Bulgaria was a mission trip. Costa Rica was another missions trip, and then Kenya was another missions trip. Right. Okay. I didn't know you were so involved with missions when when you were younger. That's really interesting. Yeah, that's kind of, like, one of the goals that our church had was just to, like, you know, have our youth see the world and uh, help others, you know, other places. Yeah. Yeah. that's, That's certainly very noble. And... And uh, so in Costa Rica, that was the next one. Did you do a similar sort of thing where you were working with, like, orphanages or young people? Or was it a different focus for that particular mission? 
Yeah, so when we went there, it was for mostly we did a lot of construction work. Ooh, okay. So we helped build. I think we were building like a park and some other things. There was like different sites that we were all on. Mm. And that was interesting to me. I was like 16, 17, like pouring concrete (laughs) and like laying bricks. And I had never done any of that ever. And it was actually, it was cool. It was a different experience. Um, And then, of course, you know, we got to do some fun stuff. We went zip lining uh, in the rainforest and Mm. got to see some cool stuff. Wow. Okay. Wow. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm just thinking about because <laughs> I know people do missions, but it's like I don't know. Just thinking about you being so young and going to all these places to to do all this like mission work to do all these services for people is I don't know. It seems I don't know because like when you're young, was Costa Rica? Were you still in high school when you went to Costa Rica as well? All of these trips, I was in high school. You were in yeah. high school, yeah. Because it's like most times in high school, you're just tr- thinking about, you know, high school stuff, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like exactly. Remember. And so, <laughs> so even if like you're in church or you're involved in church, to think that you're doing, um, or you know, you're thinking about it, when you're in high school, you're thinking about maybe preparing for college or whatever your day to day drama is, and then to think that you were out do traveling internationally and doing all these missions it's like I don't know I guess maybe because I wasn't in the same headspace when I was in high school my mom also wasn't letting me travel internationally when I was in high school (laughs) it's scary so to think about you doing all that it's like so that's awesome I think that's so cool Yeah. yeah so that was Costa Rica and that was about the same amount of time like 10 days I believe so Okay. it might have been like seven or eight days I could be lying to you but Mm -hmm. it wasn't any longer than two weeks okay gotcha and then um and then it was Kenya I I do remember Mm -hmm. I remember seeing photos of you in Kenya so I remember that one but yeah that was my senior year right before I graduated uh we went on spring break Mm, okay well I was on spring break when we went so okay and so what did you do there for that mission trip and so there, um, our church had, um, like, a long-lasting relationship for, like, years with the people um, in Meru where we were. Mm-hmm. And so they take people, um, not just the youth, but just, like, um, members of the church over there every year and multiple times throughout the year to just, you know, like, build relationships and um, uh, work with, like, they built a school over there. Mm-hmm. Um, a primary wow. school and so every time they would go back they'd be adding stuff doing stuff with the people like the principal mm-hmm. um, and learning new stuff and then you know like again like we would go over there and teach them stuff that we learn at our school mm-hmm. and uh, just like seeing um, what their classrooms look like and the things that they were learning in school was a lot different because over there, everybody speaks a minimum of three languages. Mm, yeah. And so for me, I'm like, dang, like I'm taking <laughs> Spanish right now and I'm struggling, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So 
It was definitely like an eye-opening um, experience. I think that was probably one of my favorite trips. And I actually met um, a friend over there who I still talk to to this day. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty excited. He told me that he's doing his master's program in Seattle. And this will be his first time coming to America. And oh, wow. I can't wait to see him. Yeah. And that was like seven years ago and mm-hmm. we still talk to this day like shout out to whatsapp and the internet right <laughs> yeah i <laughs> yeah the internet has really helped um people for all its like faults it does keep, help people keep in touch you know because mm-hmm. i remember when we first became friends we were like we were like pen pals right we were writing letters and then yes. we were emailing and mm-hmm. then we were in, like, now it's mostly, like, Facebook and texting, you know? So, like, <laughs> I can't remember who I was explaining it to, but I was saying to someone how, like, when we became friends, the internet and social media weren't a thing. So, like, <laughs> so it's yeah, kind of, like, true. we kind of witnessed the progression of, like, online communication <laughs> as it developed. So, yeah, that's yeah. cool. And then you get to keep in touch with, you know, your friend from Kenya in, um, yeah, WhatsApp is a good one. Yeah, I just started using that this year. That that really helps, especially with people living in other countries, you know. So you don't so you don't leave and then that's that's the end of it. You know, you never see them again or talk to them again or anything. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. So you said Kenya was was kind of your favorite out of the mission trips that you did when you were in high school. Yeah. Mm. I loved it because, well, like, obviously the relationships that I built, um, I talked to a lot of those guys over there, you know, because we were all in high school. We were all the same age. Yeah. The people that I met over there. So, you know, it was kind of cool just, like, witnessing us all going, graduating from school, going yeah. to college together, but, like, in two different sides of the world. Right. Yeah. Um, so that was really awesome. But, no, I really loved it because... I love nature and like mm. just the beauty of that place was amazing like nothing you've ever seen before and um the people there were so genuine and just so very proud of everything that they have and very open and very loving and mm. just welcoming and also like you're walking down the street and whoa there's like four elephants <laughs> Really? Was that, you know? Is that how it was like? You just so, saw random elephants out there? We, right across the street from the school mm-hmm. was a place where there was just elephants. I mean, that's where they lived. Oh, okay. And so, but the thing is, like, I didn't know this. Elephants are, like, super dangerous because mm-hmm. they're very protective. Yes. And so, they will come for you. <laughs> so, we had to be careful, which I didn't know. You know, I'm like, oh, my God, elephants. But they're like, no, they don't play, right. and you can't play either. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just amazing, right? Like, I walk outside, and I see a cat. Mm-hmm. Or I'm driving down the street, and there's a deer. Mm-hmm. And, like, here is with just, like, a family of elephants. Like, it was so insane. And they had, like, all these different trees and... Um, it was very hot, mm. and we were literally on the equator, and mm. I'm thinking, like, oh, whatever. I don't get burnt. I always tan. I'm I'm cool. <laughs> that was not the case. <laughs> I got burnt 
the worst burnout I've ever had in my whole life because I'm living on the equator at right. this moment. Ooh. And I just remember it was so terrible. And they were like, what were you thinking? Right. <laughs> so I'll never forget that. I learned my lesson. I bet you um, did. Yeah. Wow. And <laughs> also the food there. Wow. I just love food. I'm a foodie and I love trying new stuff. Yeah. I mean, but that's the, the best part of traveling or one of the best parts, right? Is trying the yes. local cuisine. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> and everything was just like fresh. And literally, it's just right there. They they do it right there. And so good. Nothing processed. And um, the flavor was just, like, on another level mm-hmm. of new flavor I had never tasted. So that was pretty awesome, too. Ooh. Yeah. I was wondering, um, because you are biracial, right? Mm-hmm. And going to Kenya, was that your first time going to Africa? It was. Yeah. Did you, I mean, and it might not have crossed your mind at all, but I'm wondering, did it feel any type of way thinking about you being a person of, you know, African descent, going to Kenya, or just going to an African country, did that have any personal significance for you at all? Definitely crossed my mind. Mm-hmm. Um that was definitely something amazing that I got to experience that a lot of people don't. Yeah. And um, obviously, I don't know, like, where my background came from. Like, you know, from somewhere over there. Yeah. I'm not sure exactly where. But definitely, it was amazing to know that once upon a time, this is where my people were from, mm-hmm. you know? And... I always embrace that. I love that. And I love that I have that side of me. And, you know, like this culture there, but also the culture that they have over there. Mm -hmm. It was different. And to them, I don't think, I mean, no one said anything to me, you know, like about how I looked. Mm -hmm. But one thing that I do remember that they loved my curly hair. (laughs) They loved it. And I had at one point, you know, we were just chilling one day, and I had, like, six hands in my hair at oh, once. Oh, wow. Were these and children, just, or were these grown people? Or? They were just, like, kids my age. Okay. <laughs> just checking out your hair. <laughs> yeah. But, no, it was definitely, um, I'm, I was very blessed with all the things that I got to do, and that was um, a highlight of my life. Like, I'll never forget that. Yeah. So, I am glad that I got to experience that. That's so special. I will go back in a heartbeat. Out of all those three places, that's my number one. Mm. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. It seems like it it had a lot of significance for you. So, you know. And I mean, who wouldn't want to go to, like, Kenya or anywhere in Africa, frankly, if you could, right? Yes. (laughs) Especially for us, because it's not like we know where we come from anyway. Exactly. (laughs) And another thing, too, I'm going to just say this. Mm-hmm. So I was 18, right? Yeah. About to graduate high school, go to college. I was like, I'm going to find my husband over here. Are you serious? <laughs> but I didn't. <laughs> Did you try to find someone? I didn't try to. I just was like, they were just so beautiful to me. Like, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm just like, wow, you're beautiful. And you're like, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's funny. (laughs) 
I mean, it's not funny that you were trying to find someone amongst. No, like, I wasn't but trying like, to. The but fact I was, that you were eighteen like, and already thinking like finding your husband, you know? Going yeah, I changed my mind. Yeah, I've changed my mind since then. <laughs> oh, oh wow. Okay, so um, I did want to ask. So these these mission trips mission trips were obviously um organized through your church um can you talk about like um like housing where did you guys stay when you went on these trips did you like Mm -hmm. move around or was it just like once you got there you settled in a place and that's where you stayed the whole time you know that kind of thing so bulgaria we stayed in a couple different places um hotels the first one, I'm not going to lie, was terrifying. Why? It, because it just, it I don't know, it was, like, dark and small. And, like, mm. I literally walked in, right? Mm-hmm. Had my suitcase, got on the elevator, and got stuck. And I was just terrified for my life. And it was just, like, loud outside. And, I, you know, I had never even left the country so I Mm -hmm. was just too scared but then the second hotel we went to it was nice it was very nice it was beautiful it was Mm -hmm. like on this mountain and um so that's the two places we stayed there when we went to Costa Rica we stayed in this like I don't know site where I guess people who come through and they help them with their projects like we did Mm -hmm. um there was like a big room for the girls and a big room for the guys. And it was just like these bunk beds everywhere. And um, definitely experience. Yeah. Um, the showers were like zero degrees. And, mm. and it was <laughs> so cold. The water was so cold that you like get in and you're like, can't breathe. Because it's mm. just so cold. Even though it's hot outside, like it was too much. Mm. Um, but we didn't move around there. We stayed in that same place. And then when I went to Kenya, Wait, the first... I just want to ask one thing. So it was like a... So it was a, like a compound or some sort of living like facility that was set up. And so whenever, I guess, volunteers would come, that would just be the place that they stayed. So it wasn't like right. specifically for you. It was just basically any group of people that were coming through tended to stay in that in that building or that facility facility yeah okay so you like you're off the street and you walk down the hill Mm -hmm. and that's it so there's like a place with tables outside where we ate every Mm -hmm. night and then there's the two rooms um one for the girls one for the guys and then there was like it was mostly just like this outdoor nothing special it wasn't like a hotel or anything like a campsite almost Mm, maybe but when I think of campsite I think of like in the woods oh, like tents and stuff no, tents no. And stuff. <laughs> no, so, no. <laughs> it wasn't like that but I mean yeah I guess so it was pretty small like okay. literally we were only there to eat and sleep that was it gotcha okay um and then when I went to Kenya so the first night um we stayed at this hotel in Nairobi which was beautiful mm. uh, I wish I could have spent more time in Nairobi because that was just it was it was two different um atmospheres Nairobi and Meru because Meru was more like village and outdoor and Nairobi was the city so they had like big buildings mm-hmm. and 
you know, stuff like that. Cars, a lot of cars. Um, when we went to Meru, we stayed at the facility that um, they have for same thing, like the people, I guess, that come through. Mm-hmm. But also the people, some of the people that work there, they stay there. Um, most of them just go from home and go back home. Okay. Um, but that place was pretty cool. It was... Um, so there was a one place where you go and you eat and they cook the food there and there's like all these tables and you're eating and it's like a community and then they had this separate room well separate building right next to it and um that's where we did like activities and um stuff in there and then right behind that there was a swimming pool and there was um, where we stayed so it kind of looked like a hotel but like on a smaller level hmm. and so you would just walk to your room and your room was there and you look out the window and you see the rest of the center like in front of you Okay. and um, that was really different too because you had to sleep with mosquito nets over your bed oh yeah yeah I didn't even think about that and I'm like terrified of bugs. <laughs> I I can't do it. I get anxiety. So you know when they told us that we had to do that, I was like tripping out. And I'm like asking my roommate, like, "Girl, is my net tucked in? Is there any spaces? Like, <laughs> let me know." <laughs> Just so nervous, but I was fine. I came mm-hmm. back fine. <laughs> so that get- was like. <laughs> so you didn't get any you didn't get attacked by any bugs in your sleep or you didn't wake up to like any huge bugs just sitting in your net did you like, no thank okay. god oh no <laughs> Ooh, that would have been too much for me but the worst thing that i did on that trip was not wear my sunscreen so oh yeah yeah i'll take that over any bug any day right even with that you live and you learn you know <laughs> right <laughs> Okay, and then with um, with these trips, um, was were, how am I trying to say this? Was there any like were there a lot of personal expenses that you had to take care of to participate in these, or did your church do a whole bunch of fundraising to offset the costs? Um, you know, how did that work out? Yeah, so um. Obviously, as I'm talking about this, you can kind of tell this is something that they do mm-hmm. on a regular basis. Yeah. So um, they have a lot of funding that they do in order for us to go on these trips. Okay. And with that, whatever, you know, they can't cover, um, they would ask that you try to cover, which I don't think we had to do much. So I was very blessed in that way because... Um, I know that if I would have had to pay, my parents would have had to pay out of pocket, I would never have been able to um, experience that. So I was definitely blessed with every experience that I had because um, they made sure that, you know, if you were invited to go on these trips, like, there was a way for you to go. Mm, That's good. That's good. So, I mean, it wasn't like they were paying 100%, but, you know, it was enough to help you out. Yeah. Um. And then, you know, once you get there, you're really just paying for souvenirs or, you know, like little stuff that you might want to do or take home, um, little extra food stuff. Yeah. 
And then also I think that um, because they have so many connections with the people there, um, like the Costa Rica, um, Kenya, like the places we would stay, those places are made for people who like us who come. And um, so they're prepared to make food for you. Um, so your meals are pretty much covered. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's covered in like your your stay costs. Okay. So that was good. Wow. Yeah, that's really great. So they must have had like, was it something they did every year where they like set aside a certain amount just for missions? Like, um, like was it, um, I mean, you, it's not like you were like running the church, so you wouldn't know. But, right. Like, was it like, <laughs> do, do you remember, was it like on a case by case basis? Like, oh, we have a trip coming up, let's save for it. Or did they just every year automatically always have a fund set aside specifically for missions do you know yeah i'm pretty sure because my brother went through the program he's older than me Mm -hmm. and he had he took a couple trips with them as well and then when i came through it was just every year they had something new okay uh somewhere else that they were going and so i think that's just like um a a goal and a mission and a value that they hold very dearly in the church is like getting the youth to see different things and getting the youth to like help you know um so it was just i think that's like a top priority that they had there okay wow that's that's so cool yeah and one of the like mottos or i guess the um like core like statements Mm -hmm. i guess yeah is um serve the world Mm-hmm. And so that was, you know, at our church, that's something that we feel like needs to be done. So whether it's regular members or it's the youth, like that's something that they um, make sure is always done, that we're taking like our things that we have and our privilege and we're like making sure that we're helping others around the world who don't have it off as well as we do. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why um, taking those type of trips rather than just going on vacation is so much different because you get to see things that a lot of people don't get to see. You get to see, like, how people actually live and, you know, um, really what's going on over there and kind of just opens your mind. And, like, when you come back, it's just like, wow, I have so much here and I've been Mm -hmm. taking advantage and I never knew, like... Everything is just more, much more appreciated. Yeah. And for that, I'm definitely grateful because I don't think I would be the same person if I never got to experience that type of stuff. Yeah. 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 I, I, um, that reminds me because, you know, when I when I came to your show a few weeks ago, I was talking to your mom. And I'm sure you know your mom likes to talk so highly of you mm. all the time. <laughs> She's so crazy. And she was, she was telling me how... She was telling me how how proud she was of you and how well-rounded you are and how you've been to all these places and met all kinds of people. And she always was proud of the way that you're able to relate to so many different kinds of people. And I'm sure that um, not just traveling to other countries, but with the focus of that travel being um, like service as opposed to something more self-interested or like maybe a personal goal... 
um, the fact that so many, so much of your travels when you were younger was um, were service oriented. I'm sure that contributes to that as well in terms of being well rounded and being a little more. Um, what's the word? I guess. Um, I guess just like thinking bigger in terms of how you relate to you in relation to the world around you you know yeah 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 your mom she's she's wonderful (laughs) she is (laughs) she talks so highly of you like she just like i i don't doubt just listening to her talk i don't doubt that you know she's proud of you and that you're very precious to her so yeah yeah that's my number one fan right there (laughs) i don't (laughs) doubt it i don't doubt it (laughs) Oh, wow. Okay. So that was all in high school. Wow. Wow. So that was in high school. And then at Eastern, did you do any like study abroad programs or I remember you, you went to like the UK, right? Was that while you were at Eastern? Yep. So that was the study abroad that I did. Mm -hmm. And we went first to Dublin and then to London. And so the program was um, art. Um, appreciation Mm. so I'm literally learning about these pieces of art but instead of looking at them in the books I'm seeing them in real life Mm. that's so cool and it was so cool because you know you grow up in school and you learn about these different artists and you know like the most famous pieces and the most famous artists but being able to actually like have your class in front of this like 500 year old painting Mm -hmm. that you've been seeing your whole life is just like on another level Mm. and um so that was super cool and um yeah so that was like the basis of what we did there okay and how many people were in this group were were you all from eastern michigan or were there students from other schools in, in the same group with you nope so this was strictly eastern study abroad program okay um, and it was like a strictly for this art appreciation class. Um, so the program that I did was over spring break. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't there, you know, for like a full semester. I, I really wanted to do something like that, but that costs a lot of money. Yes, it does. So, <laughs> you know, I'm lucky that I got to do what I got to do. Right, um, right. And, you know, we did so much in that time span. Which is, I think about it now, and I'm like, no, we had to have been there for like a month, but we weren't. Um, so we started off in Dublin, mm-hmm. and that was one of the most beautiful countries um, that, I don't know, I love all the places that I've been, but I would love to go back there also. Yeah. Um, so Ireland we started. It's like really green, right? From what I hear? Yes. Yeah. It's so beautiful. <laughs> and um, Dublin was like, it, it felt very homey. Mm. It was just like, you're here and it just feels good and you just feel comfortable. And I don't know, it was just like a different type of feeling. Mm. Um, so when we were there, we did a lot of cool stuff. We did, we went to the Trinity College Library okay. um, where... If you've ever heard of the Book of Kells, it's, like, one of the world's famous and oldest book. Mm, like, 
in history. And so if you t- if you ever Google um, Trinity College Library, you'll see like floor to ceiling, just like books mm-hmm. and um, these crazy statues. It was almost like a museum. You just like go through it and tour it. And it's in this courtyard with all these old buildings and like people will actually go to school there. So that was pretty cool. Mm. Um, then we went. Well, that must be a pain. They must have so many visitors coming through, and you're just trying to study, and you know, or maybe they I don't, don't mind. Maybe they don't mind because it's like, well, you know, maybe they appreciate that you appreciate the significance of the place. I don't know. I think that part was more so. I don't know. I don't know if people actually go on there and rent books. Okay. Maybe that's something that I missed. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I was just in awe, taking in everything. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's probably some things that I'm missing out. So don't quote me. But uh, <laughs> another thing that we went to that was pretty cool there was, um, okay, let's pray that I pronounce this correctly. Kill a man, gal. Okay, I didn't pronounce it. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> What it is, it was um, like a jail for super famous, like, political, military leaders in, like, Irish history. Mm -hmm. Um, So a lot of the, like, back in the day, um, like, rulers and, like, people who did their crimes there, that's where they would go. And it was really interesting because it was kind of scary. Um, and just, like, the conditions that they would be in there was insane. And then you, like, learn about, like, the things that they did. And I'm into that kind of stuff. Like, I love crime and, um, you know, stuff like that. So that was really cool for me. Um, we got to go to the National Gallery Museum, mm-hmm. um, which is where we saw a lot of cool stuff. We went to the Guinness Storehouse. Which is where Guinness is, is. It's beer. Yep. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so that pretty much is where Guinness is made and founded. Oh, okay. And I had never liked beer. I still to this day don't really care for beer. I don't like the taste. Mm-hmm. Um, but when we were there, you like go through on this tour and um, you're like going floor by floor and then the second to the last floor and you're like learning how everything's made and like hops and mm-hmm. you know all the like natural things that go into it and how it's brewed and like these big machines and it's really crazy like I never knew any of this mm-hmm. and then you get up there and then finally you're just about done and you pour they teach you how to pour the beer so everybody pours their own and then you, you go to pour up it a certain way yeah oh <laughs> so because there's like this foam oh right okay. yeah 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 so they teach you how to pour it and you know i'm not a bartender so i didn't know <laughs> but then you take your beer and you go up to this like sky deck mm-hmm. and it's like 360 windows whoa and it's a lounge and it's a bar and you're just drinking your guinness and you're looking over the whole city of dublin Ooh, that must be so nice it was amazing. Um, I sent you one of that picture, so you yeah. can kind of see the back. Yeah. So that was cool. And then another cool thing we did, and we had to take a train, um, but we went up to Northern Ireland mm. and got to see the set. Not the set, because it was outside, but mm. where they shot most of the scenes for um, 
Game of Thrones. <gasps> no. Oh my gosh. Yes. I love Game of Thrones. You don't understand. Oh. Last year, <laughs> I spent 10 days of my life. All I did was go to work, watch Game of Thrones, and sleep for like 10 <laughs> days. Because for the longest... Okay, this isn't about me liking Game of Thrones. Anyhow. But yes, I love I... Game of Thrones. <laughs> yes. So that is so you cool. Loved it. You would have oh loved gosh. it. It was so cool because <laughs> what they did... So you're like going... So we're like on this bus mm-hmm. and you're going from site to site, which is really just you're just driving through Northern Ireland, which was insanely beautiful. Mm-hmm. And if you ever just like Google Northern Ireland, like it's just amazing. Yeah. And what they would do is when we would get there, we would get out and the guy had like an iPad and he would show us the scene mm-hmm. of where we were, like what happened, like right there. Yeah. And that was cool, and they had, like, props and stuff from the show, and they had, like, the capes, mm-hmm. and I got to wear one. <laughs> I'm such a nerd. Oh, my gosh. But it, uh, it was heavy, but it was really cool. <laughs> that is so cool. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I'm, like, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of, like, envious of all the awesome stuff you've gotten to do. Not, like, in a, like, malicious way. It's just, like, oh, that's awesome. But, like, Game of Thrones, it's, like. <laughs> yeah. It was so oh, cool. Oh, my goodness. Oh, that's, that's so awesome. I wanted to ask, though, you said you went to Northern Ireland, and that's, like, a different, like, they're, so they share the same island, Ireland and Northern Ireland do, but Northern Ireland is part of the UK, right? So when you, did you have to, like, pass through, like, do you go through Border Patrol or Customs when you went to Northern Ireland, or? No. It's just, like, going, like, from state to state here, kind of? Yeah, like you just we drive through. Have- yeah, there okay. was no problem. Hmm. All right, I didn't know because I know they're like they're like officially separate countries. So I didn't know if there was like a long like if they checked your passport, so you had to go through like anything like that. But Mm-mm. and maybe you, I don't know maybe if you're going to somewhere else, but okay, where we went, there was no problem. Okay, interesting. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. Um, <laughs> and so where we stayed in Dublin. Um, it was a hostel. Okay. And I'd never stayed at a hostel before, so I didn't know what to expect. And um, pretty much, it's just this big community where people go and they all stay and the rooms are very small. Mm-hmm. And then you go downstairs and it's a community, like, um, sitting. So you're all eating in the same place at the same tables. Um, there's, like, TVs and stuff. And um, it was pretty cool. But they have, like, uh, tight stairwells. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. It wasn't bad, though. Like, I had no problem with it. Um, I know, like, when a lot of people think about the word hostel, it might seem, like, scary or dirty. But it was actually really nice. Okay. Um, and it was right right there in the center of Dublin. So you just walk outside and there's everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was cool. And then, so then, after that, we took a train to London. Mm-hmm. No, I lied. We had to get on a boat. Oh, from, okay. We had to get on a boat from Ireland and go to Wales. Mm-hmm. And it was more like a big, giant cruise ship or maybe like a small cruise ship. But I've never been on any type of boat except for like, um, you know, like to go fishing. Mm-hmm. And so that was really 
uh, cool. They had like a theater and like a buffet oh. and a restaurant. <laughs> and I'm shook. You know, I had never <laughs> been on the water like that. So that was pretty cool. But that was like super early in the morning. So mm-hmm. we just watched a movie in the theater and I just like took a nap. So then once we got to Wales, that's when we had to take the train to London. Okay. And actually, super terrible experience for me. I don't know if it's because of the boat or what happened, but I got um, pretty sick during that whole day of traveling. Mm -hmm. And also, like, we didn't eat because they told us that there would be food on the train and there wasn't. So I missed my opportunity to eat on the boat. Oh. And this was, like, an entire day of traveling. Yeah. So, it was probably one of the worst days of my whole life. Oh, my goodness. As far of as traveling. Life? Oh, okay. I yeah. mean, like, traveling-wise. Yeah, yeah. It sounds really and, rough. Uh, it was not fun. And I just remember I was, like, in the bathroom crying because I just, like, oh, no. was in so much pain. But oh. I made it through. And the next day, I was fine. <laughs> okay. So, there's that. <laughs> Um, so yeah, if you're ever taking like a long day traveling, make sure you have a lot of food because you never know when you'll eat again. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so we get to London and we stayed at another hostel there and that one was super dope. Yeah. It was like very modern and like the walls were crazy and they had, um, like the area where you would go to eat. Mm-hmm. Um, at night turned into like a club oh so it was pretty cool like they had (laughs) music and dancing and there was a bar and then in the morning you were eating breakfast Mm -hmm. so that was pretty cool um so that's where we stayed when we went to london and in london we did a lot of cool stuff um we went to the british museum Ooh, yeah i've been there that's pretty cool Yeah. yeah That one was awesome. Did you go through the whole oh. place or was there certain sections that you... Well, I mean, can you go in the whole museum in a day? I can't remember. Uh, we did as much as we could. So yeah. pretty much when you would get there, right? Right. Um, you would go and you would have your class and you would see the things that you were supposed to see. Right. And then, you know, you had time to look around Okay. after. So, um, yeah, definitely got to see a lot. That was pretty cool. We went to... The National Gallery there in Trafalgar Square. Mm-hmm. Um, we went to a Modern Museum. I want to say it was Tate. Tate Modern? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I believe it was. Okay. And um, that one was pretty cool. Then we went to, like, Piccadilly Circus. Mm-hmm. Um, we got to ride the subways and... Um, to me, London was, like, a different version of New York. Yeah? Yeah, because you're, like, in the city, you're on the subway, mm-hmm. like, all the lights and the stores and the fashion. Yeah. Um, it was really cool. Okay. Was it, like, um, as busy as New York? Or, well... I don't, I don't think it was as busy. Okay. But it just as far as, like, what I was seeing and, like, all the lights and um, also, you know, like, where I grew up here mm-hmm. in Ipsy, like, yeah. it's not a city, no. like, a big city <laughs> like that. And all the places that I had traveled to before, you mm-hmm. know, it's it, they were not, like, big, huge cities. So, right. 
um, the really the only thing I could compare it to was like a big or like a different version of New York. Yeah, it's like that that energy that that energy that yeah. big cities have. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. And we went to see, you know, we went to see Big Ben. Mm-hmm. Um, we went on that Ferris wheel, which is like across the river from Big Ben. Mm-hmm. And you like get on it and you can see the whole city. Um, wow. And also another thing that was really cool for me on this trip, um, I went with my boyfriend at the time. Mm-hmm. And so it was just like a lot of love and just like experiencing these things with him. Oh. Um, it was definitely cool, you know, because I didn't know any of these other kids. And, I, like, obviously I made some friends, but I think it was a lot more special because I had someone really close to me that I got to share this with. Yeah. Wow. So that was cool. That must have been, like, so romantic. <laughs> like, it I know, was. I know you were there for, like, your studies, but, you know, to have someone you love there with you the whole time, that must have been really special. You know? yeah. yeah, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I definitely enjoyed that trip. Um, I appreciated being able to like learn things not in the classroom mm-hmm. and not looking out of the books, right. um, but just like actually being there, seeing it one on one. And um, the teacher that I had, her name is Benita Goldman. She is amazing. She's traveled all over the world, like Mm -hmm. everywhere, and taught so many different things and just knows everything about anything. You can ask her any question, and she would know the answer. And she was also just, like, a lot of fun. She Mm -hmm. was kind of, like, her really cool, smart, international traveling auntie. (laughs) Like, that's how I looked at her. Like, she was awesome. So I was so happy like I would not trade that experience for the world yeah yeah it sounds like you had a really great time mm-hmm. and that was all just during spring break so it was at like what 10 days or something like that so I think it was from I believe we went like Saturday to the next week Sunday so oh okay wow I yeah. think like well- 8 days Y'all did a lot. Okay. A lot. That's what I'm saying. We did so much. <laughs> um, we got to see, like, a live show in London. So, you know, like, New York has Broadway. Yeah. The, so it was, like... The West End in London? Is that what it's called? I don't remember where it was. Okay. Um, but we saw War Horse. And I had never seen it or, Is you know... read musical? Rhythm- it was just a play. Okay, okay. It was so sad. Really? <laughs> I was like crying. <laughs> like the storyline. Uh-huh. So yeah, if you ever watch that, just be prepared. It's kind of intense. But it was so cool, you know, you're just there in London and you're like at the theater mm-hmm. just watching art. Mm-hmm. Um What else did we get to do there? We got to of course everybody's favorite. You see the guys standing outside in their uniform they won't move oh, and you yeah. roll up <laughs> you and they're not them. moving yeah <laughs> <laughs> everybody loves to do that I yeah. see so many people like take pictures like that uh, oh so you know one thing that I really loved which is really random but mm-hmm. I will never forget it so 
grew up in the 90s, yeah. 90s music, 90s fashion, 90s everything. And my favorite was the Spice Girls. And yeah. Spice Girls are from London, the mm-hmm. UK. And I went to, not even knowing until I got there, um, one of the places that they shot their music video at. Oh, and nice. I was so excited. I'm like, oh, my God, the Spice Girls were here. <laughs> they were probably everywhere that I was going, right? But yeah. just, like, seeing that and then, like, watching the video, and I'm like, yes, I was there. Yeah. So that was cool. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't, I, don't, I don't think that's, like, you know, strange or silly at all. I think that's, you know, they have personal, personal meaning to you, especially with your childhood, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, why not be excited about something like that, you know? Yeah. You had Game of Thrones in Northern Ireland, and then you had the Spice Girls in London. <laughs> yes! <laughs> so oh, awesome. Wow. I'm, okay, well, I'm so glad you had such a great time. That's awesome. Um, I'm wondering if, and maybe you might not have, well, I don't know, because... It's still like an English-speaking culture where you were. Mm-hmm. But when you came back, either from your studying, study abroad at Eastern or even from your missions when you were in high school, did you, did you notice um, any changes? Did you have difficulty readjusting to being back in the States at all? Did you pick up any like mannerisms that you didn't have before? Anything like that? So, two things I remember very much so. Um, Costa Rica, mm-hmm. uh, when I was there, I was taking Spanish class in high school. Mm-hmm. And it was really awesome because when I got there, I could like speak, not 100% fluent, but enough that I knew what they were saying to me and I could like talk back. And a lot of people that I went with didn't know any Spanish. So, I felt Ooh. really cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that was cool. I def- And also just being around that every day, like learning a language, if you're not using it every day, then it goes away. Mm-hmm. And so that was really cool that I was learning it and also like hearing it all day, every day. Yeah. Um, so that was one thing cool. Another thing that I remember was when I came back home from Kenya. So that was my third trip out of the country. And... I was just about to graduate high school and you know high school kids they're they're kids and they you know don't always know what's best and what's right from wrong and mm-hmm. the the things that I experienced over there the things that I learned um from those people instantly opened my eyes and my heart to everything that I didn't know mm-hmm. and so when I came back to school, it was kind of hard to adjust for a minute because I could now see how spoiled and rude and unappreciated a lot of the people that I was around were. Mm-hmm. And just to think that, like, literally seeing people who have nothing or, you know, next to nothing and whatever they have is their pride and joy and they're mm-hmm. so much happier than we are yeah and just like experiencing their energy and their happiness with whatever it is they have just with just life in general Mm -hmm. 
it really makes you think about the things that you prioritize prioritize and the things that you um you know take for granted um what's the what's on top of your list and so it was kind of hard coming back to school and just seeing like you know people that I was around just like not being very nice to other people being very judgmental mm-hmm. um taking for granted everything that they have so that was one thing that I'll never forget and I think that when I felt that that was the moment in my life where everything just clicked like it doesn't matter what you're doing what you have where you are like you can lose it all so Mm -hmm. if you're not happy with your own life then nothing materialistic will ever make you happy wow yeah and so that was like something that I had to experience somewhere else or else I never would have I never would have known that Mm -hmm. so I would definitely say that um, it's something that I came back home to and um, really saw something different yeah wow that's good that's that's um that's a really deep yet um, necessary realization to come to when you're so young you know usually it comes when you're older depending on what people's experiences are you know little by little you start to have that awareness you know so um yeah I can I can imagine like you said coming back and seeing other people your age um having uh I guess their world just being smaller and having like priorities that seemed less significant to you after having you know seen what you saw yeah yeah and just like a different mindset Mm -hmm. but you know you can't blame anyone for that because it's you don't know you don't know what's out there you don't know what other people go through you only know what what your day-to-day life is and um so I think that traveling for anyone and everyone at any age is very important because you do get to witness other cultures and Mm -hmm. other people and you know just like everything around you is something different Mm -hmm. so your eyes are opening and then when you come back home you're like wow this is my home and this is what it is and you know either I love it or I have to change something about myself Mm -hmm. um but yeah I think that traveling is super important I agree I definitely agree yeah I forgot to ask you um when you went to Ireland and London Um, when you were in college um, I know that was like a shorter program and you mentioned like obviously that would have been what it was way less expensive than going like a summer semester year Um, did you get any um, assistance for for that program that you did or like did you get any scholarships or were you able to cover it because it was a shorter program Um, you know how did the how did funding work in that case for you? Um, so, school for me, everything was, like, loans. Okay. Um, yeah, my parents couldn't really afford to, like, just pay for my college. Mm-hmm. So, That's real. I had to kind of do that. And um, refund checks saved my life. Mm. So, uh, pretty much, if you don't know what a refund check is, you know, you go to school, you have your loans, and they pay for everything, and what's left over... For the semester you get back mm-hmm. and you use it you can use it towards your books you can use it towards you know like um parking or food or you know housing stuff like that right so that semester 
I was very lucky because it was my senior year and I was pretty much almost done with everything, Mm -hmm. all my courses. You know, I just had like a couple more to go. So my refund check, I put the whole thing towards this trip and it was just enough for the amount of time that I was there. Um, So it covered that. But I mean, it was for a class. Yeah. So pretty much I was just paying for my class like I would if I was here, you know. Gotcha, yeah. Um, but it also was enough to, like, cover my um, flight ticket. Oh. And housing and stuff like that. Oh, that's really nice. Yeah, because, yeah, the flight tickets are no joke, honestly. Like, sorry, I'm yeah. just, like, having flashbacks. Flashbacks. Like, <laughs> PTSD of the flight cost. so expensive. <laughs> I know. <laughs> And that's what I'm saying, like, everything that I've been able to do, (laughs) honestly, I've been so blessed. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, maybe it's privilege, whatever, but I know that everything that I've been able to do, I feel like was for a reason, Mm -hmm. and I feel like the person that I am today, this is who I'm supposed to be, and without those experiences, Mm -hmm. I never would have been able to do it, and without those blessings, I never would have been able to go on those experiences, so... I always feel like everything is for a reason and people come into your life for a reason. Mm-hmm. Everything serves a purpose. And so with that, I'm super grateful. And um, since I graduated, I have not left the country. Mm. Um, so just kind of trying to figure out my next move, um, where I can go next, because now it's coming out of my pocket. Right, right. <laughs> so there's nobody helping me anymore. <laughs> is there is there a place? that's like first on your um on your list of where you would like to go you know is um like if money were no object and there's like a country that you really want to visit you know what would that what would that place be well there's like a thousand places yes but <laughs> if i had to pick one <laughs> um my place that i've always wanted to go since i was like a kid mm-hmm. is spain I've always wanted to go to Spain. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I want to go to Spain. I want to go to uh, Greece. Mm-hmm. I want to see Iceland, um, Australia. Yeah. Um, so many places. But I think I would definitely love to go to Spain. Mm. Yeah. I've, I've heard good things. I've heard it's like a lot more laid back. Like the lifestyle is more laid back, which is cool. And you have, like, the food and the language, of course. You could, you know, brush off your Spanish and see right? see what that does for you, you know? Yeah. Although their nice. Spanish there is different. Is it? I've heard there's, like, a... Isn't there, like, a lisp? Like, there's, like, a... The way that it's pronounced, there's, like... Like, Spanish from Spain is... Um, I don't even know what I'm talking about. I've never, like, studied Spanish, but I've heard... No, it's like, kind of, like... like, an accent or something that's, like, different from how... Like Latin American Spanish or like Caribbean Spanish is spoken. Yeah, I don't know because I've never been to Spain. Uh-huh. And when we studied Spanish, we saw, you know, the differences. We learned um, some of the things um, that way, but mm-hmm. we mostly focused on like the um, Central America, South America, mm, okay. um, like the Latin countries, like that type. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just know that when I saw 
the difference, it was definitely different. Yeah. Not like huge, right? Like I'm sure if you can speak Spanish, you can get away over there and you yeah. can understand it. But there's definitely something different about it. I don't know what it is, but um, and I don't know why either. It's really weird. Yeah. Well, I mean, like there's a whole ocean in between, right? And like, is true like, distance, and I'm sure maybe the climate and what types of people, like the local demographic, has something to do with it too. You know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I wouldn't know anything about the specifics because I'm not, you know, a Spanish. I'm not like this. I didn't study Spanish, so I, d- I wouldn't know any of the specifics. But that's really interesting. But I'm sure, like you said, you could get by. It's just like little things you'd have to like catch on to, you know. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Well, um, I think that's all that I have to ask of you. Um, oh, no, it's not. Where can people find you? You're a <laughs> singer. You're, you know, doing a whole bunch of stuff, you know. Where can people find you online? Is there any specific project or song or whatever that you want people to know about? Go ahead and, you know, plug yourself. Shout out yourself, you know? Cool. So I currently, um, well, like I said, I'm performing a lot. So mm-hmm. we, uh, I'm in Michigan, so we do a lot of stuff out here in Ipsy and Ann Arbor, some stuff in Detroit. Um Two weeks ago, mm-hmm. I just went to Cleveland mm-hmm. and performed um, with Louis and the gallery at um, House of Blues. Mm. And next, we're going to New Orleans. We're going to California. So that's awesome. Um, as far as my stuff, I have a couple songs out right now. Um, you can find them on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon, all that stuff. Um, and, and what's your artist you, name? So it's Christiana, mm-hmm. so it's my name, mm-hmm. um, and if you type into any of those, like uh, SoundCloud, type in Christiana Sings, all one word, okay, and it'll pop up there, so um, Instagram, and I post everything there, everything I'm doing, all my projects, all my shows, so if you want to follow me on Instagram, it's my name, but it's K underscore r-i-s-t-i-a-n-n-a okay and then um i'm working on a project right now uh an ep for myself individually as an artist Ooh, that's exciting. and yes the goal is to get that out by the end of the year um and then i'm also working on some separate things with the day nights so you know there's a lot coming mm-hmm. so if you guys just follow me um, on my Instagram, you'll see everything there. And um, also, I want to shout out another cool thing that I've really been uh, blessed with this opportunity. Yeah, go ahead. Um, my friends started a collective called Mega Melanin. Mm. And I'm going to get you the name so you guys can uh, follow them as well. Okay. But Mega Melanin is a collective for artists of color. Mm from all over the world, wherever you're from, celebrating artists of color. So artists, painters, graphic design, photography, music, um, whatever your creative passion is, it's a collective where we can all come together and work together. Mm -hmm. Um, And it just started, so it's pretty new. Um, But there's talks of, you know, having all the artists who are in it go on tour, um, 
having like different YouTube segments and um, you know, so that's just an awesome opportunity that I get to be a part of um, as myself as an artist, Christiana, mm-hmm. and they're going to be helping me do a lot of stuff as far as like getting me out there. Um, they've already helped me get into a couple shows that I did Ooh. in uh, Farmington Hills. Yeah. And so they're pretty on top of their stuff and um, super excited about uh, what's to come from them. So if you guys want to follow them, it's mega.melanin. And that's where on Instagram? or That's on Instagram. I think they have a Facebook page, but I just type in Mega Melanin and it should pop up. Okay. Um, But if any of you guys are local around here in Michigan or the Detroit area Mm -hmm. and you want to be a part of that, you know, just hit them up or you can hit me up and I can connect you. Um, But that's a super awesome way for um, artists of color to get their stuff out there as well. Awesome. Thanks for uh, putting putting that out there because I had never heard of that. Well, you said it was new, so obviously I haven't heard of it, but I'm sure that'll be a good thing for people to be connected to what's going on or even, you know, get involved with their artists themselves and, you know, have an extra way to support you, you know, and to yes. keep up with what you're doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Okay. Well, thank you so much for talking to me about everything that you've done. Um, wow. Thanks for having me. Yeah. It's my pleasure. I'm, I'm, I'm so glad. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I hope you enjoy your evening. You had your day off today. You have to work tomorrow, I'm assuming. (laughs) Yeah. uh, It's fine. One more day. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Well, I hope everything is, uh, goes well with all your performances coming up and your trips coming up to Louisiana, to California and all that. And, um, yeah, I mean, I'll still be around, so I'll let you know if you have time, if we can like catch up or something, you know in person yes, so we don't let another what was it like seven Girl. years <laughs> no probably <laughs> like, oh yeah it was about seven something yeah like that you graduate i went to your graduation party and i didn't see you again until a few weeks ago <laughs> a high school graduation party and then i didn't see you again until a few weeks ago but granted yeah. granted you did go away to college so there's that yeah yeah that's true yeah so we can't really we can't really be too hard <laughs> on ourselves but, yeah, but I'll, yes. I'll just let you know, or you can let me know whenever you're free. We'll work something out. We'll work something out. We have the whole summer. Summer literally just started today. Summer solstice was today. Yes. Happy yeah. solstice. So, yeah, summer is on. So, lots of good things on the horizon, and uh, it's exciting. Yeah. Yes. I'm excited. So, all right. Well, thank you so much. I'll let you go, get ready to go to bed, whatever you need to do to prepare for tomorrow. (laughs) Okay, girl, thank you so much. um, It was good talking to you. Yeah, likewise. Tell your mom I said hi and all that. uh, Same. Yeah, I'll catch up with you soon, okay? All right, bye. All right, bye. (laughs) All right, y'all. There it is. Thanks to Christy for being such a wonderful guest. Good luck to you on your upcoming performances and projects, and I hope you like how this all turned out. For the rest of you listening, don't forget to follow this podcast at Young Gifted and Abroad on Instagram and Facebook, 
And as always, if you have questions or comments, or if you would like to be a guest on the show to talk about any international experiences you've had as a current or former student, then feel free to email me at younggiftedandabroad at gmail.com. Next week, I'm going to have not just a friend, but a cousin, another cousin of mine, (laughs) who's going to talk about his time at Oxford. He spent the last semester of his senior year in undergrad at the University of Oxford. And it's so interesting because that was not part of his academic plan at all. And it just ended up working out that way. But you'll um, hear the story um, next week when he talks about it. And um, and when he talks also about, you know, what he thought of his time there. So look forward to that next week. But until then, thank you so much for listening and talk to you next time. Just direct to the street. Can't you hear?